0: Uh, dear God, thank you for gathering us here today to hear your message and to uh, proclaim your greatness and your fellowship with one another. Be with us all now as we hear the, the greatness of your word and, and your and the, the, the fruits of our faith and the, the love that you've given us. And pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Very quickly, I want to say just a few words about Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, reads as follows. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, if you were with us in the first half, you heard about how we ought to put our faith in God, right? That we don't need to worry about all these earthly problems and issues or whatever. Just trust in God, right? That God can take care of us. All we need is faith. Now, what is faith? And we'll be talking about that today. What is faith? Here's the, def- the Bible definition. We read that verse, right? Faith is a substance of things hoped for, right? The evidence of things not seen. It's that stuff that proves to us, even though we know we can't see it, even though we can't physically give you the 100% in front of us proof, we still know it's true. That's what was lacking in Israel, wasn't it? That they didn't have faith in God, that they didn't think that God could carry them through and everything and develop, deliver them with restoration, that they went their own ways, but instead, they should have. Just like we ought to today, put our faith in God. Put our faith, even though we can't see God, we can't hear God, but we know there is God, and he's evidenced that to us through so many things. Now, it's one thing for me to talk about Israel of thousands of years ago, but what's really encouraging for our faith that proves to us that we have a God that we can put our faith in. Is not just me spouting off Bible verses, it's hearing the true real life, real true testimony of people who have seen their faith, who have seen their faithfulness proved by God. And what I wanna to do today is not bore you with all of my Bible uh, ramblings or whatever, but instead I wanna share it with you uh, someone today who will be giving us testimony about what is faith and how's faith important and what faith means to us and what faith has meant to her. So right now, I'm going to turn over the rest of this time today to our special guest speaker, Laura Quintal. So come on up.
1: So I want to thank Norm and thank everybody for the opportunity to share with you my testimony. Um, so. Uh, I recently read um, Mark uh, chapter 4, verses 35 to 41, and you guys can turn to that with me, but I'll also read it aloud just in case you don't have that in front of you. Um, and, it, and it reads, um, and the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there all arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind, and, he, and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind, wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so f- fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And I read this recently, um, this story that we have here um, that recounts, I guess, Jesus and some of his followers who are traveling on a ship uh, where I guess what's happening is suddenly it gets windy and the ship starts to fill with water from the waves pounding against the ship. Um, Jesus' followers, they get scared and they rush to him for help. But Jesus in the meantime, he's like in the back, he's resting, he's, he's seeming really calm because he's not frantic while everybody else is frantic and worried. So then Jesus kind of nonchalantly gets up and he calms the storm and says, so then why are you guys so scared? You know, don't you know I, how, how don't you have faith? I am here. Um, and what I, I got from this is that um, there are storms that are going to come in our lives. And when those happen, we need to look to Jesus and remember that he's there for us and remember that God is there for us. So sometimes the storms are going to make us feel uneasy or unsteady. They may, like, you know, analogy of the ship is rock us back and forth, but um, we need to make sure that we stand strong in our faith. And faith is a necessity, but sometimes, you know, as humans, uh, our faith can waver. So, a little over a year ago, when I was pregnant with our youngest child, Jamie, I had to be ruled out for breast cancer, which is a little bit scary because you're already going through pregnancy, and I felt like I was, I was pretty young, um, uh, but essentially, like, long story short, there was some potential suspicion that I could have had breast cancer, so they had to perform several tests to determine whether or not that was the case. I had a bunch of ultrasounds, multiple biopsies done, and eventually they found out that I did not have breast cancer, which is, you know, I was so thankful. But during this experience, my family and I really had to dig deep and lean on God, and um, and just really like make sure that our faith was was strong. Um, I work with cancer patients in my job, and so it also the whole experience gave me a better sense of what my patients go through. And my sister knew about this, and she prayed a lot too. She also shared with me a link to a testimony from one of the members of her church. Um, and she really encouraged me to listen to it so i'll share with you the relevant details that um because i did listen to this this woman's testimony that she shared with me so it was on the internet so it's public and and you know the internet is so wonderful where you can just look it up and and hear the message but this um this woman her name is alex she is a mom to three boys and uh has a husband as well and um alex was born with a medical condition and it caused her to, to have um uh, impaired vision, so she um, her vision wasn't like mine and yours, but she could still see objects and colors. However, over time, as she got older, her vision deteriorated quickly, and she eventually lost all of her vision. The, the way she describes it in her testimony is uh, that she felt like the world was fading away, uh, but in the process of losing her vision, he, she learned to she learned to rely on others, and really it taught her to rely on God since none of this was, in her, was even in her control. Um, you know, she was born with the condition, you know, so it, you know, God is the one who was in control. And the verse that she describes is, uh, in the Bible is 2 Corinthians 5.7, where it says, for we walk by faith, not by sight. And here she is, here literally is Alex, somebody who is walking by faith and not by sight. She does not rely on her sight because, you know, um, it, it's something that she no longer has. And so she completely relies on her faith um, in that physical sense. Um, and as I'm listening to this message that my sister uh, is telling me about, um, or as I'm listening to this message on the internet, I'm thinking to myself, man, this, this sounds really familiar. And I'm, I recognize the name. And then I realize, I think this is actually one of my patients. Um, and so I, uh, I have, like, even more story to share with you because she goes on uh, to talk about her uh, diagnosis with breast cancer. So Alex was initially di- diagnosed with breast cancer, had surgery, had chemotherapy, had the treatment, um, and the treatment was the intention to cure, so they cured her, and for three years she was cancer free. And after those three years, um, her cancer came back at stage four, which many times stage four means that um, the cancer is not considered curable. Uh, and that's, that's actually how I know her. Uh, so this, she's sharing all of this in her testimony. And she also shared in her testimony that she was put on a special therapy that was thought to work for up to five years, and um, potentially would give her life for that long. And she's now on year three of five, she said. Um, but she notes that she's grateful to God for any time that he gives her to still be here, and she leaves that in God's control. And she says that her faith is strong, she spends her time with her family, and she um, knows that that God is uh, there for her. So Alex has weathered so many storms, um, whether it was losing her vision, uh, whether it was being diagnosed with breast cancer the first time, or having it come back uh, again three years later at stage four. And through all this, she talks about her faith and how it remains strong in God and gets her through everything. Um, and I see her about maybe once a month or maybe once uh, twice, um, every two months. Um, but Alex's testimony has stayed with me. And it's not just because um, she's my patient, but it's how she lives her life. Um, she is literally uh, the one who is walking by faith. Um, and so this reminds me of uh, what happened to me recently um, So, a few months ago, I began experiencing some unusual GI symptoms. Um, I was calling them poopy problems, if you will, but it wasn't uh, just that. So along with it, I began to have severe abdominal pains on my right side only, and it was really painful. It was all over the place in my abdomen, Um, and as the weeks went on, I began to have pain that went over my back uh, to my shoulder blade, and then the pain wrapped around my wrapped around the right side of my rib cage. Um, and I know that uh, pain is usually a sign of something that's wrong, but the pain was just continuing to grow. And I, I did what you're not supposed to do. And despite being in the health field, I would Google things, I would read things, and that's, that's always a bad thing. You know, I'm not a physician, so I'm not, um, I, shouldn't be tra- I shouldn't be doing that. But you know, curiosity, I just Google and I read. Um, And I was reading that a lot of that pain, believe it or not, could be due to the liver. So I began to worry because you only get one liver, you get two kidneys, but you get one liver and the liver is really important. Your kidneys are important too, but you know, your liver is one of the biggest organs in your body. So um, I began, I had lined up all my doctor's appointments. And eventually I was scheduled for a colonoscopy because of all my poopy problems um, and a liver ultrasound. Kind of going to give you some background. Um, there's like a colon cancer family history in, in my family. Um, but I was really nervous and anxious because the pain continued and it got worse. And all I could really think about was what's wrong with my liver? Um, and then my mind goes to cancer because I see that every day. And um, And you know, it's just like you kind of, the, you hear hooves and rather than thinking about horses, you think about zebras. Uh, so I think about all those odd things. Um, but I was really stressed out and I was very anxious and I kind of stressed out other people like Justin. <laughs> um, but I prayed a lot and um, our family prayed a lot. I asked Melvin to pray for me. And you know, Melvin can relate cause he's had to prepare himself for colonoscopies too. Um, and I reminded myself of Alex's testimony. I actually didn't, did, had, had not shared this with her, but um, I reminded myself, I listened to her testimony again um, online. And um, I reminded myself to have a strong faith in God. So I also read the Bible a lot too. Um, and I read it because I could calm my mind and remind myself of God's promises to us. So I read Mark. So that's why I had recently reread that story in Mark. Um, and remembered that, you know, Jesus, he's the calm one. He's the one who's gonna help us through this. God is gonna help us through this, even though it feels like a storm to us. And honestly, I had to tell myself, I have no control over this outcome. God has control, and I have faith in him that no matter what, everything will work out. No, Almost. (laughs) I think it helps to remember that no matter what happens, I have faith in God. And my God um, has promised me a home in heaven because I accepted Jesus as my savior. So fast forward to the day I, uh, before I had my colonoscopy, I, uh, but the day before I had my colonoscopy, I got my liver test done, my liver ultrasound. And um, the um, sonographer told me that it would take uh, probably about a day or two for those results to come back. But she was doing all these measurements in the dark, um, you know, while I'm laying on the bed, and I I was so nervous I think I cried. (laughs) Um, And then the next day was my colonoscopy. It's okay. (laughs) So if you don't know what a colonoscopy is, it's a test where they look into your gut with a camera, but they have to go through your rectum, Um, which means in order to look through it, you have to empty your gut because they have to see as clear and clean as possible. And so you got to get everything out of there with um, with a preparation, they call it. So the preparation that I took, and, and you know, I've dispensed this drug so many times when I was working at like a Walgreens or something. And I say, like, oh, you just take it like this. Well, when you're the one who actually has to take it, it's so much harder. Mm-hmm. So it tastes like um, a, a weirdly sweet uh, water and it's, it's, it's like a nasty sweet. And so they gave me this lemon lime flavoring. Uh, and, and so I used that. That didn't help. Um, and I think next time when I have to do this, I'm going to refrigerate that. And that may be the, the trick. Uh, but you have to essentially drink the whole gallon and then sit on the toilet and wait. Um, but you know, that's just what you got to do for the prep. So I did that. And um, the last time I had had a Kolonowski we, it was actually five years ago, before like Joshua was born. Um, and during that colonoscopy, they put me to sleep. But during the procedure, I woke up. I, I don't even remember what I mumbled. I woke up, I looked at the screen, I looked at my doctor, and I kind of like went back to sleep. Um, and but, so, but this time, this time, I had the full experience, and I watched the whole thing because they kept me awake for the entire procedure. So I could actually watch them going through with the camera inside of me cleaning stuff and talking. Um, which was a little bit unusual, but it's the full experience. And thankfully, because I was watching the whole time, I could see all the results as they come up, and it it all turned out normal um, for whatever reason. And then um, when the doctor saw me after my procedure, um, he said, oh, the results of your liver test came back. And he told me, oh, the issue with your liver is that it's storing fat, and that's why it's growing. so what's happening is that uh, my, my body, it, maybe it has enough fat in the belly already. Now it's taking all my carbohydrates that I'm eating, it's turning it into fat and sticking it in my liver. And, and my liver was growing uh, and that's what was causing my pain. So it was expanding and pressing on a bunch of nerves and those nerves just go everywhere on the right side. And so that's how they explained it to me. And they said, well, essentially to fix my liver problem, I have to change my diet to a, a low-carb, low-fat uh, diet, and also lose a bunch of weight. The low-carb, low-fat thing is really hard to do. Um, but but to me, that is at least great news, you know? Um, God was, uh, um, you know, I was faithful so that he would get me through this, and he did. He got me through this, but it was just such great news to hear that I guess, essentially, I have to change what I'm eating, and no more uh, buttery pastries. Um, anyways, this experience, though, has taught me that um, that there are times in my life, um, and this particular experience was one of those times in my life where I felt like I was one of those followers on the boat with Jesus, and it's rocking back and forth, and I'm not certain what's going to happen. I don't know what, what to do, but, you know, um, I need to remember that God has promised me that everything will work out and we also need to remember and have faith that he is there. But one thing I learned through this especially is that how do we maintain faith? How do we keep it strong? Well, faith is like a muscle. It needs to be exercised, it needs, um, you know, you need to work on it every day to make sure that it's healthy. So God in the Bible, and this is this could be like a whole separate message that Norm could even talk about, but I'm just going to tell you guys the three things that I learned from reading the Bible about um, how we can make sure our faith is healthy and like a muscle that we use. Well, the first thing is to read our Bibles um, every day. His word is a light unto our path, and it is a way that we can be guided in our faith. So that is one way. Um, another way is to serve. Um, in the Bible it says our service fuels our faith. And um, many of us serve already, or many of you serve already, but if it should be an encouragement and it would help encourage your faith if you do serve. And then lastly, um, why I'm standing up here, is you can strengthen your faith by sharing your testimony with others. Whether it's at church, whether it's with friends or family, or even coworkers, or I guess in, in, in um, my case with patients, um, our tem- testimony is a demonstration of our faith and ironically you know um, I hadn't seen Alex in a while but the day after my procedure I ran into her just randomly um, on the sidewalk in front of work and uh, you know I, I I always tell her hi and ask her how her kids are doing but uh, and ask her how she's doing and she always says she's good and she's always so nice and you know she never looks like she has a a worry on her face and it's because you know. We both have a, a wonderful God, and um, uh, I think that you know through her testimony. Hopefully, through my testimony, that we can be encouraged to share our testimony um, as a demonstration of our faith to others. So I'll just uh, hand this back to Norm. But thank you guys for letting me share my story with you.
0: So Laura just mentioned it that. You all might have a testimony that you want to share. Now, if you want to, there's nothing stopping you. Just let me know. I will make it happen for you, some way, somehow, whatever it is. You might say, "Oh, you know, I only have five minutes of stuff to say." No problem. I will figure it out. How we'll get you to say five minutes? Maybe before the message, after the message, or whatever. You might say, "I'm gonna have ten minutes." We'll figure it out. You might say, "Oh, I'm only college student." It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're only college member. If you have something to share, to share your faith with this congregation, we would love to hear it. You guys have heard me a million times. You've heard Melvin a million times and Nathan a million times. We're glad to hear you guys, not just on Thanksgiving. This is a chance you to say more than two minutes if you want. So I offer, again, anyone out there, if you would like to have a chance to share, just let me know. That's what Laura did. I, I announced this, you know, a couple months ago. And one time she said, hey, you know, I want to do it. And I said, sure. And that's what happened. So for all of you guys in the audience, maybe something is burning in your heart. You have a burden that God put in there that, that's, that he's telling you. This is something that you need to share with just more than one person, right? That people need to know this about God. Come find me let me know. You're going to email me, text me, talk to me, whatever, and we'll see what we can do. But I want to thank Laura again for sharing her story to give us real-life, vivid examples of faith in action. And right now, we're going to end off with a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you that we have a God that's all-powerful, a God that we can trust, a god that no matter how rocky the waves how bad the storms how high the highs how low the lows that you are there for us that we don't have to fear cancer we don't have to fear diseases we don't have to fear struggles that we know that you're more powerful than all of them that you've given us all the blessings the blessings of your kingdom the blessings of heaven lord wow That's amazing. That's wonderful. We stand awed at your grace for us. And may we have the faith to continue to follow you, to worship you, to honor you in all things. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.